Hello, folks. Welcome to the Solar Fit Renewable Energy Show. Bill Gallagher with you again, and we always start out with a weather report. I'm here with my wing woman, Gloria. Hello, Gloria. Hello, everyone. Well, I was just uh, noticing the beautiful pearls that you have around your neck, and I understand you were down to the Oyster Pub last night. <laughs> yes, I was having a great time. What can I tell you? <laughs> anyway, we always have some fun in the show. We always start out with a weather report. Let me look outside. Whoa, holy mackerel. Okay, here it comes, Gloria. It is absolutely beautiful out there. We are so lucky. You know, our friends out in California last week got a heck of a shock with some snowstorms in Los Angeles. Whoever heard of that? That was like crazy. But uh, anyway, uh, if you didn't have a chance to go to the race last week, the Daytona 500 was great. But the, the truck race on Friday was extraordinary. Our driver, Daniel Dye, first year in the Craftsman Truck Series, did a wonderful job. Unfortunately, five or six trucks tried to occupy the same piece of real estate. That hardly ever works. And into the wall he went and a little banged up. Uh, but he's great. It didn't hurt him. But anyway, we're off to Las Vegas this weekend uh, for uh, another attempt at, at Victory Lane. And I think we're going to do really well one and a half mile track nice banks and everything like that uh supposed to be a little cool out there in the desert too what do you think i i know it's gonna be a little cool out there and i'm glad that uh you're uh, gonna enjoy it and have fun and be in a cooler spot for a moment and you're glad you're not going i know what you're saying so a special salute to our friends at daytona dodge chrysler ram for their loyal support and uh the race to stop suicide a wonderful job that they're doing and again we're heading out there to las vegas so watch us on fs1 if you get a chance this weekend got a very special guest with us today and that's Mr. Donnie LaFleur. Donnie, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. It is great to have you here. <laughs> oh, gosh, we have so much fun on here. It, is, it probably isn't even legal. But anyway, Donnie is uh, in Gloria, uh, linked up about how long ago uh, to talk, talk about solar? It was in December. In December of this year, yeah. right? Okay, so the, right, correct. the Christmas lights were on and, and there was music and probably cookies, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, Donnie, I know you're a very famous fellow up in Palm Coast, Florida, one of our greatest cities. Uh, and I, I know, I know what you're going to do, but, uh, what you do for a living. But I'm not going to tell anybody. I want you to do it. Take us back where you were born. Uh, born in Vermont. Um, grew up there in New England. Uh, parents were from. Dad was from Vermont. Mom was from Lawrence, Mass. And uh, just grew up there. Uh, was a student athlete. Uh, probably could have been more of a student than an athlete, but uh, had the opportunity to play some college football and ended up in Tennessee. Um, and really kind of fell in love with that region of the country and played a little college football. Ended up getting a degree. Uh, moved back to Vermont as kind of like a teacher and behavior interventionist, working at an alternative school and coaching football at my high school for my high school football coach. And was doing that oh, about six, seven years until 2013, roughly, and made the decision to sell everything and head head back to Tennessee, where it's a little cheaper to live and and taxes were a little bit better. Uh, teaching and coaching, I got a special education master's uh, currently right now. I'm teaching biology at Matanzas High School and helping out their football program. So we've only been in Florida for about eight months because uh, Grandma and Grandpa lived down in Lake Helen, and we wanted to uh, move down here, my wife and I, and be closer to them to raise our three kids. Outstanding. So that's, kind of the, that's kind of the uh, 
the synopsis real quick. <laughs> that was very good. You know, when you talked about the uh, the behavior training, the first person I thought of was Gloria. Do you do you do, uh, do you take on special projects, or is it just the students? No, just just students. I, I steer clear of, of wives and <laughs> mothers and. They uh, they're pretty well established. I'm just gonna nod my head. Yeah, wing woman. No, they can't qualify, Gloria. So where else in Vermont? Uh, just north of Burlington, and uh, I grew up in Milton. Um, then when I moved back, I ended up living in the St. Albans area, which is about an hour and twenty minutes away from Montreal. Have you ever seen Champ? <laughs> I haven't seen Champ, but I never really jumped in any deep dark spots in Lake Champlain. <laughs> Well, I grew up right across the lake from you in the Adirondacks. So, uh, which part? Well, I came from a little town called Minerva, a.k.a. Irish Town. I don't know if you would ever find it. It's you got, say Minerva? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. You have? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, we had a graduating yeah. class of 14, and I was really, really lucky to be one of them because my, my math teacher asked me if I liked school. She says, Billy, do you like school? And I said, well, you know. And she says, well, you better start studying. You're going to be here forever. I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I know I'm very familiar with Burlington. That's one of my favorite towns. That's, that's a great, great college town. Yep, it is, uh, especially when UVM's basketball and uh, hockey is, is rocking, then uh, the town's a little more fun. So Yeah, hockey, hockey's big up there, but I'll tell you what, yep, w- w- no matter which side of the lake you're on, it's it's a big deal. Yes, Jeez. yes it is. I mean, if you get over to y'all side, it's more, you know, the Clarkson, St. Lawrence schools are going to be pulling the kids, and if you stay on our side of the lake, they're UVM, New Hampshire, Maine, uh, where they end up going. Well, well, I, I, my first two years of college were up was Canton, Potsdam, Canton, Canton yeah, yep, Potsdam, Canton. Well, was, what was it? Yeah. Clarkson, St. Lawrence, uh, Potsdam. There's one other. Oh, three right up there. Yeah, yeah. And a lot. Oh, my, my, my roommate was a great hockey player. His name was Plesnarski. That that sounds a little Polish, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> 100% hockey. He was great. The guy was only three foot tall, and he could go between people's legs and grab that putt. And he just, I love the guy. But anyway, so anyway, I, you know, I, I get it. You know, here you, you go up in, in uh, Vermont, beautiful, beautiful mountain area. You come down to Tennessee, very similar, uh, depending on where you are. Is that why you landed in Tennessee? It was just job related. Uh, no, it was, uh, it was college football related. My high school coach's brother played for Carson Newman. And I was doing a little research, and I got a phone call from, uh, it was in 1999, it was like June uh, or July of 1999, I get a phone call from uh, one of the staff members at Tusculum, uh, where I went to college, and he had something, seen or heard something because of a football camp I was at, when the New England Patriots had a high school football camp or something, and I did pretty well at and they said something about me being able to play football. So we sent him some film. He said, yeah, you can play, but you have to be a walk-on because, one, we're out of money, and two, your grades are horrible, and you have to be on academic probation, and you won't be eligible this year because of your grades. So you'll burn your red shirt year. And, um, you know, I kind of didn't really want it. He said, we can get you in. So I kind of hung the phone up, and my mom said, who is that? I said, school in Tennessee. I said, I really don't want to go, though. I said, it's a long way from home. Said, can you get in? I said, yeah. I said, call back. You're going to Tennessee. <laughs> so, seven, 17 years old, added to Tennessee. 
That's the value of parental support. I'll tell you right there. <laughs> You didn't yeah. have, they, did, they didn't have to ask twice. I said, there you go. Man, that is so cool. Well, it sounds like you're quite an athlete. What do you do now? Do you still do a lot of working out, training, or what? Uh, I stay in shape. Uh, i got three kids. They've got a daughter. So I'll probably try to stay as strong as I can for as long as I can. <laughs> so I'm not looking forward to when she's dating. She's only three and a half years old, but I'm still dreading the time when oh, she's 15. And- I tell you, it'll go, it'll go pretty quick, Don. I tell you, especially yeah. especially when you get close to needing the driver's license. I mean, that's when this thing starts to get a little bit shaky. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know it's going to be quick, like you said, and I just dread it. So, <laughs> well, enjoy every minute of it because it really flies. So, you've got uh, your wife's name is Sarah. Yep. Yeah. And yep. is she from up in that area too? Yep. Uh, she is. We went to high school together. Um, so uh, we kind of were on two separate paths, and then we're reunited about 12, 13 years ago. And um, right about the time I, I kind of wanted to head to Tennessee and, and you know, start some fresh things, and so did she. So we we headed that way. And, you know, we, we miss Tennessee, and we love Tennessee, but we, we are really fortunate to have the opportunity we've had here right now, too. Yeah, Palm Coast is beautiful. Where, where did you live in Tennessee? Uh, we're right outside Nashville, uh, in the Gallatin, Tennessee area, about twenty-five minutes from downtown Nashville. Man, that is. Did you learn uh, to sing or anything while you were there? No, didn't learn to sing. Could navigate some pretty good waterways, but that was about it. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. I used to go up to the Nantahala. Up the, that was actually in Carolina, but you know some of the white water rafting. Of course, the Hudson River up yep. there was. Pretty famous for that. We the the Whitewater Derby for years and years. Oh, very cool. Yeah, you break out the canoe and you go down through the ice, and if you make it out the other end, you just drink beer for about a month. Yeah, you'd have to. <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to say that on air. I, it, it, we'll, we'll cross that out. Anyway, now uh, <laughs> what a what a career you've had here. So tell us a little bit about. Uh, you know what you're doing there at school now. How do you, how do you go from being a rock star football player to teaching biology? That seems like a stretch. Well, uh, it's I have a sports science degree, so I actually right when I graduated, I moved home, and I was working in a sports uh, training facility up there, and I saw that Chris Carter, who played for the Vikings, and he's a South Florida native, he had a uh, business called the Fast Program. And he was training uh, NFL athletes, you know, high school athletes too, but really kind of focused on the professional athletes and helping them improve their speed overall. And I applied for an internship, and it was a really small-paying internship, and I had some friends that lived in Boca. I got the internship, and they asked if I could come down, and I said, well, I don't, I can't really afford to, like, work full-time for you and, and try to live in South Florida. So my friends and lived in Boca said, oh, you can live here, like, you know, for three months or it wasn't very long. But I lived there and, and got a lot of experience with um, a few professional athletes and really kind of learned the basics of how to help people run and be more proficient and do that. So I was able to take that back to Vermont and try to turn up because Vermont's never been known, even New Hampshire and Maine's never been known for their football players. And I, I don't know, just got a passion and a bias for football. And we trained, and we got after it. And we had 
we had some pretty good football players coming out of Vermont for a couple of years at the school I was at. You know, some quality kids with good grades. Uh, they were good football players and just good men. And we're, we're pretty proud of that. Yeah, for sure. You know, the folks up in that area, up in Vermont and up in the area we came from, boy, they're they're pretty rugged and independent. They uh, they don't have to be told twice. They, they get after it. So that's something that I've always admired. Yeah. A lot of them moved, though. <laughs> They're all down here. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're in Palm Coast, for God's sake. A lot, a lot of them rugged ones have left. <laughs> I, I, uh, well, you know, it's just it's just really rough to make a living some parts of the... Uh, of it the, is. Yeah. It is. It is tough up there. They got a lot of a lot of stuff in place, you know, on purpose to keep it a Green Mountain State and whatnot. And I, I, think I appreciate that because it is beautiful, and I didn't know what billboards were until I drove to Tennessee and uh, for the first time. So, I mean, I, I can appreciate that. Uh, but I think there needs to be a little give and take uh, for the people that are up there really trying to trying to support their families and, and to pro- be a little bit prosperous. So, yeah, for sure, it's kind of like uh, kind of like the farmers out west, or you know, the kids are leaving because there's yeah, I don't know, for, they're just leaving, and of course, the parents want them to stay to continue working on the farm, and I don't know, it's a it's a it's an interesting dynamic, but there's just so much to offer up there, especially if you love sports, you love the outdoor. I don't. It's hard to beat yeah. that place, really. Yep, yeah, it is beautiful on that end, and I'm just kind of getting sick of winter. I'm sick of you know the 36, 42, 48 inch snowstorms. You know, you get two or three a year, but they're still just there's a headache. And even though you take care of the snow and they can get rid of it, or you've got a plow, or you know somebody with a plow, at some point you'll be out there shoveling and moving it. And I was just getting sick of it, <laughs> so. It kind of piled up after a while. So, so Gloria over here is uh, from the the uh, I call it the Pacific, but she says Pacific Northwest. Tell us about the weather there, Gloria. Well, it doesn't have a lot of snow, that's for sure. Uh, I lived in the valley and up near uh, Seattle, so I lived in uh, Oregon for a bit in a valley, and we didn't have a lot of snow, but we had a lot of rain and. Uh, fog in this time of the year and in the fall, it is terribly foggy. Uh, and then, of course, I moved to Seattle, and that was uh, rainy and just kind of uh, m- kind of misty most of the time. And very rarely did we see the sun. So we're so lucky to live down here, Donnie and Gloria, aren't we? Oh my goodness, beautiful every day. Oh, I think so. I'm very appreciative of it, you know. And I, I hope I don't get to a point that I don't appreciate it. Well, I've been down here a long time since 1970, and I've never gotten over it. I still love to go back up and, you know, play up in the, you know, in the snow and in the mountains and climbing and stuff. But boy, right. this is this is, it's vacationing up there and living down here. That's the that's the key, I think. Yep. No, I think it is too. Yeah. Well, listen, folks, you're going to have to stay with us when we come back. We're going to talk a little bit more with Donnie about what he's doing up there in the beautiful city of Palm Coast. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Hi folks, Bill Gallagher with SolarFit here. Have you ever thought about utilizing solar power for your home or business? Well, there's never been a better time to plug into the sun and stop renting electricity. How would you like to let your roof start paying you each month? Give us a call at 445-7606, that's 445-7606, or visit us at SolarFit.com and set yourself free. SolarFit your life and set yourself free with the sun's free energy. Well, folks, welcome back to the Solar Fit Renewable Energy Show. Bill Gallagher and Wing Woman. Gloria Edson. Our good friend, Mr. Donnie LaFleur from Palm Coast, Florida, now 
used to be from Vermont, one of my favorite places. Donnie, welcome back to the show. Hey, how are you guys? <laughs> you know, I love talking about the, the, the Northeast. I mean, it, it's really funny when you tell people from New York, you, never, you really can't say that because they look at you like with three or four eyeballs, you know, but if you tell them if you live on the Canadian border, they go, hey, dear you, you know, it's a little bit better. So it softens the conversation, yeah. you know. <laughs> Yep. But anyway, so Donnie, you are are, are you, are you the assistant head coach at Matanzas and the biology? Is that you doing all that stuff? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of supporting the uh, the football team from uh, from kind of an older eyes and experience, and it's been really good. Coach uh, Matt for head coach Matt Forrest uh, brought me down. I uh, noticed there was a job opening at Matanzas and Flagler. County, being a teacher, uh, is one of the best counties probably in the state when it comes to, you know, uh, salary and respectable salary uh, as you're coming in. Because Florida, you know, even though things have gotten better, Florida still struggles getting teachers to stay and coaches to stay because Georgia's a quick trip up the road. And, I mean, there's there's usually anywhere from a twenty to a $50,000 a year increase uh, just wow. going up to Georgia. So uh, Flagler's doing a real good job retaining their teachers, I think, and giving them a great environment. And I mean, I've loved it since August, since we got here. It's just been good kids, uh, good community, and just a really kind of easy place to work. Well, and you've got a great sheriff up there, as we do down here in Volusia County. We're we're fortunate uh, here, this part of Florida, to have excellent people that are that are taking care of us out there. I think so too. Um, the sheriff's department has been great. The deputies we have at school are are class act, and they do a great job building relationships with the kids. And that's the cool part. Uh, it's not the fact that they're there in some kind of authoritative position. They're they're they have relationships with the kids that walk the halls, and they're not even looked at as any kind of a law enforcement presence at all. Like, uh, and, and that's what I noticed. And there's an effort made by the sheriff's department to be to be more than just. Uh, just kind of a navigating, governing body. Like, they really want to be a part of the community. And that, that's cool to see, especially with little kids that are going to be growing up in this community. Yeah, for sure. You made a good point there because, you know, you go, go to some parts of the country or even in Florida, and the uh, the police do not uh, receive the degree of respect that they deserve and they've earned. But when you go up in Flagler or around here, people wave at the sheriff's office, They you know, if they come in to have a cup of coffee, people go buy them. They, they they understand it that we have to have this protection, and we're we're blessed to have it in this in this county, these two counties. Yeah, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. All right, so we got to go back to the family, Sarah. And now you've got some of the coolest names for your kids. Tell us about the kids. Uh, my oldest five year old boy, uh, his name's Cannon, uh, Cannon Lawrence, and you know he's just he's a he's a firecracker he's smart he's he's caring and you know he can kind of he can be a little pit bull when he needs to be which is good you want to have that and he's respectful and we're, we're kind of raising him like in the 70s and 80s though uh we're not uh, we're trying to raise him the right way and you know, i might get flack for that but you know uh you know we're their parents we're not their friends well, you won't get any flack here because you're absolutely right about that. It's the parents are there to guide the children, and I've always, mm-hmm. I've always said, if you have a problem, you know, with one of the children, you should go directly to the parents because some yep. they're getting some influence somewhere. But, but uh, yeah, great on that. And you got twins too. Talk about that. 
Yeah, I got boy, a boy and a girl twin, uh, 2019. Uh, shoot, uh, right before kind of the issue, uh, the year after, which was nice because everything was kind of handled in the hospital. We didn't have to go through anything that other people experienced. And uh, we got my boy, my youngest boy, Ronin, R-O-N-I-N. Uh, he is, you know, just a boy, every bit of a boy you can imagine. Uh, and... Reese, my daughter, R E E S E, and she is, uh, God, she's a rattlesnake. I mean, she's cute, but she'll she'll tear you up if she finds any kind of weakness. <laughs> oh, that is the greatest description I've ever heard in my life. Well, yeah, they- my boy, my boys are sweet. <clears throat> they wanna they wanna be great, uh, you know, buddies and they wanna be with you and do all that stuff. And my daughter, she's independent and she's a firecracker and um, you know, and, and she's gonna be a great woman someday. Okay, now does she take after you or Sarah? Uh she takes after my wife. Uh huh? you know, my wife is, is a strong, powerful, smart woman and uh you know, and and I'm just blessed to have a woman like that in my life to uh, to share in this crazy ride and you know, and lean on each other in the tough days, and and try to raise these kids right. Yeah, that that is that is awesome. Well, Donnie, you and Sarah had met with Gloria, and you guys chatted about renewable energy. And of course, coming from Vermont, boy, that's almost a given. We're so kind of passionate about the environment and things like that. What what inspired you to to get Gloria out to the house and chat? Uh, we were digging into it, and I was looking at it, and it wasn't going to be a financially smart decision for us. Um, and I did a little research, and they said you kind of got to live somewhere for a few months to see if it is worth it. Uh, and I did my own passive research, and I'd found the random company that was, you know, 10 years, and they wanted me to do all this extra stuff to get a quote. And I'm like, look, this is my bill. This is my kilowatt hours. This is what I use. Like, you know, roughly what is this going to cost? And I couldn't get any kind of straight answers. And then Gloria, uh, I think I put an inquiry in there, something on y'all's website and Gloria contacted me within like hours and said, yep, I can do that. I just need your bill and I'll come out. And I was a little bit leery because I'm like, well, just tell me. And, Gloria was able to you know, basically say, hey, this is just what we do. We come out. We're going to answer every single question you have. Make sure your wife is there. We schedule the time. I called back a couple of days later and said, my wife has something going on. She ain't going to make it. So we scheduled again. And Gloria came out and she said, hey, you know, no pressure, but interest rates are probably going to rock and roll uh, after the first of the year. If we can get this locked in, you'll still be in a nice and tight interest rate comparable to uh, you know, the chaos that's happening right now in the market. And Sarah and I thought for about, shoot, maybe 24 hours. And I said, well, it seems like the best deal. And I said, Gloria was extremely genuine and upfront. And there was no, there was no question that wasn't answered. And, you know, I, I, it's the same thing I say as a teacher, if I don't know, I'll find out. And that's what Gloria did. So, uh, you know, I'm, I can only be uh, very thankful for that process that, that y'all have, have developed with SolarFit, so. Wow, Donnie, that's that's great. But Gloria's head is, is just swelling. We can't get her through the door now. But no, this, she she's a special person. She's been with us now. How long, Gloria? Twenty eight. Twenty eight years. Do you believe that? And I'm only twenty nine. How the heck did that happen? <laughs> yeah. 
Attaboy. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, she is. She's uh, she's devoted to her customers, and the stuff that she does above and beyond is is incredible. I mean, we have we have a customer now that that sells bunt cakes. Have you ever heard of a bunt cake? B U N T. Yeah, yeah, them those fat cupcakes. Exactly. <laughs> Well, anyway, yeah. everyone in my office is addicted to it now. It, 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 when we come in in the morning, everyone is sitting there like a chick with their mouth open. So we we, we go we go out to the our friend at the Bunk Cake Factory. <laughs> now none of us can get through the door, but it, no, she she just she she uh, she brings people plants and stuff like that, and it it has nothing to do with whether or not they they purchase or not. It's just she's the type of person that just wants to give and. Uh, very genuine. So, thank you for recognizing that, Donnie. That's, that's special. No, we. Uh, I mean, coaching and, and being in like I call it the. I don't call it coaching and teaching in the real world. Like you know, blue collar work. I've done that in my life, and and I just I can tell when someone's not being genuine. And it was never that way with Gloria. So, and that that made me say, okay, let's do business. Yeah, thank you again. Appreciate it, and and uh, you know we we have our, our our company is is basically we have maybe thirty people, and it's just like family. I mean, everybody is is, is feels the same way. So we're way way blessed. Um, Donnie, tell me a little bit about how things are working there. I know that uh, Gloria had sent me something that you had sent in. You were producing fifty six whatever fifty something kilowatts a day. How, how is that working? Uh, it's been pretty good. Like I, I mean, because. I honestly don't know any better, so I'm looking at it the first couple of days, and I think February February 10th, I think it flipped on, and I was kind of looking at it, going, "Is this good?" And it was at like 47, um, like 49, 52, 55, and it was kind of rolling up in that range, and it wasn't super sunny out either, like, and it wasn't super hot, and then. Like, you know, I'm just looking at today's and today's and the sun's not down quite yet and 59.4. Wow. That's a lot of hours. But from understanding what Gloria said, you got to have basically a south and a west facing roof that's available for sunlight. And we happen to have that with no tree coverage or anything. And we've really been been sucking in the volume uh, for kilowatt hours. And I figured the thing was broken because I looked on my FPL usage meter, and it says, you know, nothing to read. <laughs> that's a good sign. Yeah. That's a, that's a good sign. Well, good. How about the hot water system? How are you enjoying that? It's hot. It's I mean, hot, isn't it? Yeah. I, think that, I think that has taken a lot of um, a lot of draw, like, like Gloria had mentioned in the uh, – kind of like the interview initial uh discussion process and we went with the 80 gallon tank because of being a five-person family and and it's hot i mean you got to be it's not hot enough to burn i mean you just put more cold water on but it's uh it's nice it really is and you don't realize how much your hot water here was working until you got a couple things pumping with hot water and then suddenly it's cold and with these kids getting older and they start getting stuck in a shower, uh, like every kid does, and, you know, we'll have a little hot water, hopefully. Yeah, for sure. Man. It's, uh, you get addicted to that, for sure. You remember up north, we used to call it drawing a tub. Do you remember that? 
You're on the tub, yeah. Yep. So, you know, the hot water yeah. heater was never big enough, so you start the tub, and about halfway through it, you had to shut the water off and let it reheat and to fill the tub, at least where mm-hmm. I live. Yeah, we, I mean, it was so cold up there. It was it, it was not unusual up there to see a week at 35 below zero. It was, it was, well, they were hitting some records about a month ago at, you know, negative 75, negative 80. Oh, my gosh. No, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, they said that. On Mount Washington, they said they're about 110 degrees below zero. I know. That's crazy. That's crazy up there. That is like crazy. (laughs) I went up there one time on my motorcycle, and I went right to the top. You know, of course, down at the bottom, it's 80 degrees. Up at the top, it's about 30. And I put put my kickstand down on my bike, and I started to walk away. And for some reason, I just turned around, and I looked, and the darn bike was rolling backwards off the kickstand. And I, I went and I grabbed the handlebars and wrestled it to the ground before it went off, off about 2,000-foot yeah. cliff. <laughs> I've never been known for being a smart guy, Nadi, but that was, that was encouraging. <laughs> I caught it. <laughs> anyway, this has really, really been a fun interview, Donnie. Thanks so much for taking time to get with us. We're almost out of, of time. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, no problem. I appreciate you guys reaching out. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't think anything – of it really i think it's been more (laughs) it's more detailed than i thought it would be um (laughs) well thank you so much donnie really really greatly appreciate it and uh uh it's uh we have a little picture here of your house um i think bill's gonna yeah we're gonna post this uh tomorrow uh on our solar fit facebook either tomorrow or friday and this this will be aired uh this saturday morning at 10 30 a.m and we'll send you a clip when it's done but Excellent job, Donnie. Keep up the great work up there, okay? Well, thank you very much, and we appreciate it. Okay, man. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. All right. Take care. Folks, we're going to sign off for today. Have a great weekend. Catch us in Las Vegas if you can, and we'll see you next week. SolarFit Renewable Energy Radio Show paid for by SolarFit.